Are you making the money but still feel unfulfilled? Got a business that you're trying to build. You wanna live a life of abundance, but something is missing. Think it's time you took a listen to the CFO mission. Welcome back to the CFO Mission Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Phil Mazur, and I am excited to be back with you today. So we got real, we got raw, and extremely relevant in our last episode. And I don't know about you, but I loved it. Reflecting back on who I was five years ago really put some things into perspective for me about how far I've come in life. And I want to encourage you right off the bat, if it doesn't feel that way for you, Maybe you didn't have a lot of clarity about yourself as you listen to that episode. And I just want to say, stay with me because we're just starting this journey for some of you. But last week I asked you the question, who are you and why are you here? Today, I want to ask you, what does here mean for you? Meaning, where are you? You understand what I mean here as we go through this episode. So today I'm going to talk about my experience in the pursuit of my mission, the mission that I uncovered in my search for who am I, why am I here, and some of the challenges and pains that you're likely to encounter so that you can be prepared for them and fight through them. Because if challenges or pain is an expectation, it's much easier to endure if you know that what's coming is going to be worth it. So let's go back into my story. I had my Jesus moment, right? I was saved. I had this life altering moment with God and everything was going to be great, right? But it was not, it was far from great. Yes, I had hope. Yes, I felt loved, but as hard as I tried, there were some things that I just could not change or stop. I couldn't stop the divorce. I couldn't stop bankruptcy. I couldn't stop loneliness, sadness, anger, depression. All these feelings were, there's a lot of negative feelings and it was frustrating. Sometimes I'm just like, what, what is the point? You know, what is the point of this, this whole God thing, right? Isn't it supposed to be all good? Cause it wasn't just all good, but The hope was enough. The hope was just enough. And the hope helped me be persistent in pursuing this new potential life because the dream life wasn't there yet. And it helped me with the pursuit that I had of God, this hope that there would be something greater on the other side. So I was inquisitive. I I went to church. I was being me. I was very analytical about this whole thing. I was really starting to read the Bible and apply my life to it. So I end up in this new church. And we'll get into why I was led to that church in another episode. But I show up and this pastor who I'm seeing for the first time is preaching about how to pray. Now, I grew up raised Catholic and I hated it. And prayer to me was like begging for God uh, for something that you wanted. And I don't know about you, but if if you ever did this, generally it didn't work. So when you do something and it doesn't work, you stop. And that's what I did. Really stopped my whole practicing of religion of any sorts when I was in my 20s. But this pastor teaches this method called tabernacle prayer, which is one of many methods that you can pray and none of them are wrong, but that's not really the subject of this podcast. We won't get into that. But the way he taught it that day, for me, it just clicked. It just made total sense. So I was like, okay, I'll try this. So during this time, 
I'm growing increasingly irritated with my job. Remember, I'm, I'm the CFO, director of finance at Evernest, and I'm really at a crossroads. Am I going to stay? Am I going to leave? And I had this idea to start a business, but the truth was this wasn't the first time I had an idea to start a business. And really, we weren't even talking about, am I going to start this or not? It was just this whole mindset that that was something that I thought about doing at some point. It wasn't like this new idea came up and it was, are you going to do this, Phil? I had ideas before and I even had a very robust business plan that I went into a year or two prior to this. I was ready to launch it. I mean, I, I knew pretty much what I was going to do. And what I decided to do at that point was I chose comfort. I chose not to do it because I looked at the risk versus the reward. And I said, I am comfortable in what I have. Yeah, I'm comfortable in my mission with, remember at the time I had this mission that was all tied to money and it was a good mission. It was like $5 million. It's going to be great. And I was on track with that mission at the time. So for me to take a leap and try something new and maybe make more, it was like, that would just be stupid to take that risk. So I'm going to pause there and say, back then when I decided not to pursue a business more back then meant greedy. Not that I didn't want more, but I was satisfied. So it was like, I wasn't going to pursue more because I was, I was comfortable. I was satisfied. Now, when I think about more, it's not greedy. More to me right now is about responsibility. Say it another way. More to me is not more for me. It's more from me. The more capable I am, the more I can and I should give to others. That's why I use the term responsibility. But here I was faced with this reality that my mission wasn't really one with a lot of substance and I didn't really care about it that much anymore. To say it a different way, how I was previously operating my life just didn't work because my mission had failed pretty much. So I went searching for something more when I left my corporate job and I was still searching years later multiple jobs later, I didn't know exactly what I was searching for. And my actions, as I look back on them, just show that I was just looking for more money. I was really never looking to take that leap and start a business and have purpose and impact beyond the paycheck. But now, now I had my anchor. Now I had God. And I didn't have a clearly defined mission for my life yet. Definitely not as clear as I know it is now, but at the time it was good. I did have this understanding and belief that there was more for me and that my past behaviors were not the way to the more that I was now looking for. So if you're still pursuing your mission or if you don't know where to start, start with the idea that there's more for you. And, and important, you need that anchor. You need something guiding your values and principles. So for me, that was God. So this church was starting this 21 days of prayer thing that they do a couple times a year. So I decided to participate and just really pursue God at a, at a level that I, that I hadn't done before. And so what I did was specifically uh, prayed about this intention that I had, this should I or should I not leave this job? Going into that, I was armed with two facts. I knew where I wanted to go AKA my mission. And I knew where I currently stood. 
I knew where I was. So with those two things, I then pray, God, what do you want me to do? Like, this is where I'm at. This is where I want to go. What do I need to do? And the answer was quit your job. So right here, let's pause and say two things I was truthful on, or at least as truthful as I was ready to be at that time. Who can I become? Where am I now? With that, I can then ask the question, what is the obstacle that is blocking me from getting to where I want to go? I don't want to gloss over this at all. This this is the most important. This is the point of the episode, guys. Last episode, I said, who are you and why are you here? Your initial response or thought for yourself should have had some feeling with it. Maybe you were completely caught off guard by that question, just like I was the first time. Maybe you had some certainty, but you feel like you need a little bit more certainty about yourself. You should take some time, if you haven't already, to give yourself the truest answer you possibly can right now. And then you should be thinking, am I happy with that? Then who do you want to be? Who should you be? But this doesn't work unless you're completely honest on both ends of these spectrums. So I quit my job. I didn't want to do it. Yeah, it was cool and exciting to think of all these possibilities, but I had to step into a to a place of pain. I'm on my way to making more money. That was part of my plan. And I was voluntarily going to make less, aka nothing. <laughs> this, this did not make a lot of sense to me. But this was the start of a major mindset shift for me. I'm a logical person and I'm looking at myself saying, you know what? In order to get what I want and answer the call for what I feel God wants me to do, I've got to take some risks. Not just financial risks, but risks of things like fear of failure, fear of embarrassment, fear of rejection. I was starting to realize that my results were not driving my feelings and my thoughts anymore. Actually, it was the opposite. My thoughts and feelings were starting to drive my results. And that was a major shift. So you guys need to think about that. How do you operate when it comes to your thoughts and your feelings versus your results? All of this is being wrapped around this connection to God that I'm developing here and asking, God, what do you want from me? What do you want me to do? This isn't just about me. Like this is the normal person or even the, the most successful person. We tend to limit ourselves with logic or we make a fool of ourselves with ignorance. I've seen this with businesses. I've seen very conservative and very capable people play extremely safe and not reach their full potential. And I've seen differently people go after shiny things for no reason, no purpose, other than to try to hit a home run with every business idea or every marketing dollar they spend. I quit my job. And for all you listen, listeners out there that are like ready to quit tomorrow, like it's hold up a second. As much as I, I do want to encourage you to make bold moves, but I want to share this timeline to me for, for me so that you guys all understand where I was. I was years into wanting more for myself beyond money and not taking action. I had gone through this huge reset in my life with a ton of pain associated to it. I came to a relationship with God. I'm almost a year into that at this point. I've got this buildup of irritation in my job 
But I also was recognizing that how I was feeling about the job was a pattern that I had created in prior jobs. And lastly, I had this newly found process of prayer and knowing and understanding God. Now, did I have it all figured out? No, and I never will. None of us will. But that's where I was at the time. I felt like I was on an upward trajectory when it came to self-awareness. So can you get there faster than me? Absolutely. That's part of the heart behind me sharing my story. But I just want to caution you. Don't take some rash decision just because you're upset for a few weeks. Uh, This is why I coach. This is why I consult with people. But even as I look back on who I was then versus now, I'm like, dang, dude, that was that was a pretty ballsy move. But I felt very strongly in my heart that I had to make a decision that was filled with faith in God. And that wasn't going to have a lot of answers in terms of the path on how to get to where I wanted to go. But I, I just felt like this was the time in my life where I needed to take that leap because I had so many opportunities before where I always decided to trust myself. And it just, it just didn't get me to where I wanted to go. I'm like 36, 37 years old at this point. And I'm like, look, that ain't working. So now you got the disclaimer and let's talk about the good stuff, how this worked out. So I quit my job and like instantly I'm making more money than I ever made before just because I dedicated to my life to God. Uh, no, that's not, not what happened at all. But uh, no, it was good actually. It just wasn't dramatic. But oddly enough, what's funny is that I make this bold move to quit my job. And for the first like four weeks, I was actually pursuing a business idea that was completely different than where I ended up. And sometimes I even forget about that period of time. But the fact that I had burned the boats, I killed my fallback plan. I killed the job. This wasn't something I was doing on the side. I wasn't going to find another job. The fact that I did that mentally forced me to keep pursuing it. And I believe that I also showed God my faith there. I showed him my commitment and he started to help me. This is where this is where the whole God connection comes into play. And he really starts working in obvious ways for me in my life. So these first four weeks or so was me constantly looking at my mission, which started to get some specificity to it, which was start a business, generate my own income. And then I could look, just look at that through the lens of, is, is what I'm doing daily working or not? And there was this freedom that immediately came to me because I quit the job. They actually offered me to stay. They said, hey, they were very understanding. Uh, but they also said, hey, if you want to stay on until we replace you, I mean, you're welcome to. And I just, I had to decline because the decision was already in my heart and my heart wasn't going to be with them on that job going forward. So, so I had to leave. And it also affirmed to me that that was the right decision. So all of a sudden in the, in my life, I kind of had like nothing to do. And obviously I had stuff to do, but I had nothing irrelevant to do. See, all the things that I was doing were for other people's missions, like another person's company. None of that stuff was my responsibility anymore. So I could now create my own reality. And this, everyone, this is the freedom. 
The reality of it is the fact you don't you don't need to quit your job to to create your own reality. You don't. But I felt free. And freedom, this was not really like getting over my fear. This was just saying, hey, fear, I have no respect for you anymore. I don't. I do not respect you at all. And that felt good. But also I felt this urgency. I'll call it stress because the comfort of a salary or paycheck coming in every week was no longer there. It was also a good thing because it forced me to do the work and get instant feedback on what was working and not working inside of the business. Because if it wasn't leading me to getting paid, there was no point in doing this. So write that down. If it's not leading you to get paid or get paid more, stop doing it. Time after time, I see people in businesses I work with, they're doing irrelevant stuff. I mean, I, I, could, I could go on complete tangents with this. Stop doing it. There's not enough time for all of that stuff in your world. You need to start operating with boundaries, And for me, this became abundantly clear because you're not going to feel anything more than the pressure of money. So when your time starts to get crunched and somebody starts to bring you irrelevant stuff to do, it's a lot easier to say no when you feel the pressure of like, I need to, I need to pay my mortgage payment. Like, hold up, you know, Mr. Person begging for my time. I got to go kill something to eat. So I'm a few weeks in and I'm like, well... This isn't working, Um, (laughs) but I was committed. I was committed to my mission and the process became really simple. Phil, what is the quickest way for you to make money for yourself right now? And my answer was help people. Okay. How do you help people? Use the skills that you already have. Whoa, like mind blown revelation. This is all you need from the podcast, folks. Good night, everyone. Good luck with your business. I mean, it's not that hard sometimes when you break it down. Like it's it's not your business plan that is holding you back. It's not the company that you work for that's holding you back. It's your ability to get crystal clear on where you're going, where you are right now, and what you need to do to get there. It's your willingness to commit to a greater version of yourself, to commit to a greater power guiding your life, and to commit to changing the things in your life that are not serving you. See, quitting the job for me was a requirement not to start the business that I thought I wanted to start, but to open up this new skill I didn't know this at the time. This is why I'm sharing it with you. But there were these, this skill that I was learning, which was peeling back all the layers of what I was called to do, understanding and knowing where am I on this path? And then what do I need to do differently? This is it, guys. I mean, this, this is a process. It's a skill and it is a process that is never ending. This skill for me has now been sharpened and refined over six years, and it's the single most impactful skill that you can create for the life that you want. Like if you master this thing, you will have everything that you want in life. And when I think about 
who am I? Why am I here? And how that question was first asked to me at a mastermind group by a man who to me had the most certainty of anybody I knew. I, I now know why, because the process is fairly simple. You need to just be real. <laughs> you need to learn to get to the absolute truth. And, and it's not simple to actually practice. You have to do it over and over and over and over again. Who am I? Where do I want to go in life? What is my ultimate mission? Where do I currently stand in regards to that? I can sum this up in a few words. Tell the truth. A better way to say it is find the truth or pursue the truth because your truth evolves and with God in your life, it will evolve for the better if you continue to pursue him. I guarantee you that. It's been my experience and anybody else that I know who does this, but it's not pain-free and the truth hurts. So at this point in my life, when it came to my mission as it related to money, it went something like this. I will serve God by helping others using the talents God has given me. This is a little bit better than it was a few years before that, where it was like make $5 million by the time you're 55. So I had some guidance now on how I was going to treat and serve people. There's some values there. What am I going to do with my money uh, from like a generosity perspective? How am I going to steward what I have? And so I was starting to introduce biblical, I will call them principles into my business. It wasn't like I was reading a Bible verse and, and calling that a core value, but biblical type things. This is where I was. And this is what I had come to after about my first year of really committing my life to God. And ever since, my business has just been blessed with growth, profitability, impact. And what I've realized financially has been way beyond anything that I could have ever imagined in the prior version of myself. So that's what it is, guys. This, But this life, it's much more than money, obviously. And it's about having a great life. And your marriage, for example, affects your money. And your money affects your marriage. And these things all work together. So let me tell you a little bit about something that didn't go so great. And we've already kind of addressed the fact that I was divorced and I was at a point post-divorce when I wanted to start a dating and I'm going to get really raw and vulnerable again with you guys on a personal side, even though this is a financially driven podcast, because if you're not happy and fulfilled in your marriage, your, your money doesn't matter. And you'll end up wanting to do really irrational things uh, with your money you get consumed in your business for all the wrong reasons or you'll burn it down for all the wrong reasons. But if you're not connected and guided by God above all things, nothing matters either. And I learned some really hard lessons in the first few years of being a Christian, despite all the success I was having in my business. See, I started dating and I was having a lot of fun with this one girl. I mean, this is like thought I found my dream girl, right? And I had these thoughts now that I was saved that everything in life was great. And I was just on cloud nine in, in a lot of ways. And 
I was somewhat misinformed. And really, I should say I was yet to be informed. I wasn't misinformed. See, when I came to this relationship, I really wasn't doing anything different than I had done in any other relationship. I was failing to recognize that I had so many things going on in my life that I really wasn't ready to be in a healthy relationship. You know, I quit my job to start a business. I was a single dad trying to learn how to do that. I just started really starting to learn about God. And I was working on things like my mindset about money and my purpose in life. But the reality is at the end of the day, I was still driven by my own pleasures and desires like anybody else would be. So that ended up leading to some more pain. And when you've accepted your mission and purpose in life to be the best version of you and you know, for what God wants you to be, I mean, he's going to do a work in you, which means he's going to cleanse you of everything that could possibly hold you back. And that's tough um, because you're also changing, you're changing everything in your life so that you're not the master of you, that God is the master of you. So man, it hurt. But the, the blessing about that is you actually are put on an accelerated path because of this pain forces you to do something about it. That's the purpose of pain. It's to recognize that there's a problem and you need to go to solve it. So what happened to me was this girl left me out of the blue after eight or nine months. I mean, I was like planning my future with her. I'm going to marry this girl. And I was just crushed. So this knot starts to come back into my stomach, like this one that was just like the worst feeling in the world. And I thought I had it all figured out. Like I thought I had God anchoring me and I'm being guided by him and the business was starting to get traction, but here I am and I'm depressed and I'm scared and I'm lonely and I'm isolated. I'm like, I mean, where I had gotten this deep level of truth um, and received, you know, guidance about my money and my business, I, I hadn't done that with, with this relationship. I didn't sit down and say, God, what do you want from me when it comes to a wife? Did you even want me to be dating at this point in my life at all? And it was time for me to take this whole like fact finding mission, this like tell the truth thing and apply that to every part of my life, not just my business. So it was like my health, my uh, me as a future husband, you know, me as a father, me as a friend, a son, a brother, a leader, a boss and my relationship with God himself. So you've probably heard the term come to Jesus moment. And that's what this was for me. There would be several more, um, but they have all, every single one of them have led to a better version of me. And as much as I don't want to experience pain, there's a level you got to go through and he wants it for you, not the pain, but he wants you to live this, this life, this life that's on a mission, this life that is in abundance. Like it's not possible to live it without pain. And that's that those stories are right there in the gospel, the pain the pain makes it worth it. I mean, I've fought so hard for what I have and the pain that I went through to get it makes me appreciate it more and it makes me be thankful for it. So a few tips as I wrap up this episode. If you're looking to make a bold move, like start a business or something like that, start with evaluating the most important things in your life. How is your health? I mean, are you gonna be able to endure the stress of of this new thing that you're doing? Look at your habits. Uh, For example, if if you're a drinker, you know, 
this might promote more drinking. Look at your marriage. Talk to your wife. Does your marriage need a higher level of trust before you take a big leap or make a big decision? I mean, your your marriage health is either going to help you get to where you want to go or it's going to put more pressure on you getting there. So you, you don't want to put that pressure on the marriage. And then go to God with it. When you what is what does God have to say about all of these things? Use that type of uh, process to make your decisions. The truth is you're going to get to where you want to go faster when you get completely honest with where you are in the most important areas of your life. So if you can clean up anything that you know is a little messy, it will open up new levels of abundance for you. So where are you? Where are you with your health? Where are you with your marriage? Where are you with your kids? Where are you with your money? And where are you with your faith and your trust in God? This is the CFO Mission Podcast.